the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to our podcast, our second episode in this incredibly bizarre and tragic story of a dentist, my former dentist, accused of poisoning his wife over the course of the first couple of weeks of, of this month. As we record this, I'm just out of the courthouse. I was at the, the Arapahoe County Justice Center uh, within the last 90 minutes or so as Dr. Jim Craig had his second court appearance, the second one in a three-day span. Uh, I want to say again, and I will say this throughout however long this podcast series lasts, yes, this is salacious. Yes, there's the angle that I have of being a former patient, and I'm no more special than hundreds if not thousands of patients of Dr. Jim Craig at Summerbrook Dental in Aurora, Colorado. Uh, it's just the fact that I'm in this position, and I was also a patient and knew Jim Craig pretty well, especially because I did his advertising at uh, a former employer for years, urging people to go to Summerbrook Dental and see Dr. Jim Craig. Today, this morning, it was the first time that I had seen him in, I would say, five years. Uh, the reason I left the Summerbrook Dental practice was because I moved and there was no ill will. Uh, I got fantastic care. But to see your longtime dentist in the two-piece orange jail suit uh, was was quite frankly stunning. Just want to give you some observations. It was a packed courtroom. Uh, facing the judge on the left-hand side, you had uh, media members, a couple of uh, extra attorneys, uh, and most certainly members of Jim Craig's family. In fact, both his mother and father, Mr. and Mrs. Craig, as they were addressed outside of the courtroom, they were there. Also facing the judge, I was seated on the right-hand side in the front row in the basically seat number one, if you will, but behind me, family members of Angela Craig. And just in case you are wondering, why, why am I watching this podcast? Why do I care about this story? Well, Dr. Jim Craig was arrested this past Sunday at about 2 a.m. Aurora police arrested him on suspicion of premeditated first-degree murder. The day before, at about 4.30 this past Saturday, 4.30 in the afternoon mountain time at University Hospital, Jim Craig's wife, Angela Craig, was declared brain dead. Now, I knew both of them. I knew him much, much more than I knew her, but I'd met her on several occasions, even attending at least one or two events uh, together. They seemed on the surface to be just a normal, great family. And the one thing I want to make certain of, no matter how long we do these podcasts, is the following. It is not lost on me that there are six children involved in this tragedy. Six. 
three of them under the age of 18, five girls and one boy. So as this progresses, and you see this on Entertainment Tonight, as you see this on Dateline and 48 Hours and maybe other cable news programs, I, I, I would be stunned if this wasn't a Netflix series or at least a, a documentary film. Let's not forget the children, because right now, at least temporarily, their lives are completely ruined. It does that have the opportunity to change over the years? Yes, but one of the facts will remain that their mother was, was killed due to arsenic poisoning. So I want to get into, just in this episode, uh, what it was like. So this whole thing today took less than 15 minutes. And at about 8.31 Mountain Time this morning, uh, there, the door opens to the right of the judge, and and there is Jim Craig. He comes in. He is uh, shackled at the feet. Uh, he's wearing uh, the top that says Arapahoe County Detention Center or jail on, on the back of it. It's orange. Uh, the pants are orange. Uh, he's shackled at the feet, and he's shuffling. And he wore white socks and then kind of like uh, Crocs, orange Crocs. He never made any eye contact at all with anyone in, in the court, uh, courtroom seating area. Uh, he looked uh, basically down when he shuffled in, and he sat to the left of his two public defenders. And it was, it was for me, bizarre to see because, again, I'd had a really good relationship with him. I liked this, this man, and um, personally to me, I'd never have anything negative to say about him. And how bizarre is that when you look at the allegations and, and you read the arrest affidavit? Um, he looked to me to be completely disheveled, tired, puffy eyes. Um, four different Arapahoe County Sheriff's Office deputies were inside the courtroom uh, for security purposes. Um, a couple of times, Jim Craig, he would whisper uh, to his attorney to, to the right. And there's a possibility that these attorneys that are representing him in these first couple of court appearances, uh, they won't even be uh, around and representing him down the road if, in fact, this goes to trial. Uh, the judge was efficient. Uh, again, it was less than 15 minutes. I'd say it was maybe 11 minutes uh, total from start to finish when he brought in to when he was brought out. And he said just a few things, answering questions of the judge. You know, do you understand uh, why you're here? And did anybody coerce you into doing this, that, and the other? It's kind of standard stuff. He answered uh, and said the following, yes, I do. Yes, 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 no. And that was basically it for the interaction. A couple of more times he would whisper to attorneys, but he was not what I would consider all there. Um, and I'll get to one of, to me, the, the biggest takeaways from this second court appearance, the first one that I had seen with Dr. Jim Craig uh, in, in court in, in just a moment. The families of both Angela Craig and Jim Craig being in, I, I, I've done many a court case and I've always wondered, you know, these are people that are literally split down the middle with an aisle and many people on both sides, more than likely, obviously they know each other. They, they were brought together, if they were family members, obviously brought together by this marriage. Very, very difficult. And it's not lost on me, that aspect of the story as well. Uh, again, he looked tired. He looked um, 
like he had very little sleep. I did definitely notice the puffy eyes and just a different looking man. Uh, the last time I'd seen him four, five, six years ago, whenever it was, I wish I could remember a little bit more detail of the last time I was actually in his chair, but I'd say he'd put on 40 pounds and just looked like a, a just a very different man. But the one thing as we wrap up this second episode, and we'll be back with as many as, as are prudent and as, as many as are, are justified. When they started, and this was the biggest takeaway from me, for me, was when they're looking at, with the public defender and, and the, the, obviously the prosecutors representing the people, when they started looking at the next court date, uh, on the left-hand side of the uh, courtroom, on the left-hand wall, uh, there are 12 large pieces of paper, and each piece of paper, it's a calendar, so 12 for each uh, month of the year. And they're very large because, you know, people are looking and, hey, can you do this date? Can you do that date? And it's basically this particular judge's schedule. So you see in different color codings, you see there's um, court is in session, court is out of session, in trial, etc. So they determined that the date, uh, the next court date, and again, today, uh, for the second straight appearance, there's no plea entered. There's no guilty, not guilty. There's, there's none of that. But the date that they settled on was Friday, April 7th. Of course, we'll follow it. Friday, April 7th, 3 p.m. Mountain Time will be then the next court appearance for Jim Craig. But this was the biggest takeaway from me. And maybe this is just personally. But he sat there and again, not looking around the courtroom, uh, at times looking straight ahead and would go 30, 40 seconds without blinking. His eyes appeared to be, to me, I was maybe 10 feet from him, so I could tell he had bloodshot red eyes. But the takeaway that I, that I, I take from today is when they were talking about those dates, Jim Craig looks up to the left-hand wall and is looking at the pieces of paper in the calendar. And to me, not trying to make a big deal about this, but it was it was a stare that was so long, it was noticeable. It wasn't a glance at the calendar and the glance back. And I could not help but think, here is a man accused of first-degree murder, and he is innocent until proven guilty as he sits there. But he looks at the calendar and he just stares and stares at the calendar on the wall with the 12 big pieces of paper. And I thought to him, uh, about him, I thought to myself, what does time mean to him? If you look at the evidence collected in the 52-page arrest affidavit, and again, innocent until proven guilty, but there's damning evidence, damning evidence. And as he stared at that calendar, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, is time even relevant to Jim Craig at this point? And not to use a pun, but only time will tell. We appreciate you joining us on this, this podcast, a little bit shorter in our second episode, but I, I would encourage you, if you're intrigued with this story, I'm trying to give you the facts and, again, a little bit of behind the scenes. Uh, seeing someone held in custody, and I'm sure there's going to be very little chance that he'll be released on bond. Uh, seeing someone that you knew, knowing the allegations against him, buying arsenic online from Amazon, having it delivered to your home. Just wonder what time means to him right now. Again, the next court appearance for Dr. Jim Craig is Friday, 
April 7th at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. Probably because of my schedule here with being live on the air, uh, 4p to 7p, it's highly unlikely that I will be able to get into the courtroom for that next appearance. But we'll follow it for you. And again, 710knus.com. You can listen to our podcast. This is available video and audio as well. Appreciate your interest. And we'll keep, we'll keep that family in our prayers. I certainly hope you will as well. We do not lose sight of the fact that even as we tape this, as we speak, what must those kids be going through? The six children of Jim and Angela Craig. For our producer, Mark Crowley, I'm Stephen Tubbs. We appreciate you tuning in. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.